Welcome back to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's me, Bob. Today's episode is about a few magical words that we've discovered during our journeys. My buddy Nick and I talk about what they mean and their places of origin. Among these tasty intellectual treats is my new favorite phrase. It's a word and a concept from across the world that, if we all practice it, might just change the world. It's a wonderful word day at the dose, my friends. Enjoy the expansion of your vocabulary. I learned a new term uh, that I want to teach you today. Uh, it's called uh, mudita. Mudita. I learned it from uh, listening to a book that I probably already mentioned, where it's the chronicling of a week together between the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu of South Africa. No. It's a book on joy, and this wonderful author, whose name I can't remember, is interviewing both of them and then just listening to their conversations. And Mudita is the antithesis of Schadenfreude. Now, for those who are familiar... So is that German? Schadenfreude. No, Mudita. Schadenfreude, yeah. definitely. Mudita but... is Buddhist. Oh, okay. And, and Schadenfreude is... Um, Mudita might actually be Nepalese, uh, but okay. it, it's from the Buddhist... Uh, belief system. Uh, Schadenfreude is when we take delight in the misfortunes of others. Mudita is when we take delight in the success and the good fortunes of other. And I realized when I heard this word, this is how I'm wired. Like when I see other people succeed, my first thought is, all right, good for them. Yay. How about that? I'm so happy for you. And I thought, I didn't realize there was a word for that, yeah. that that allows you to throw that goodness behind somebody else. Because I think it's a society building skill, you know, to be able to, to get behind other people. We play a game called um, Ultimate Rock, Paper, Scissors. Uh, and in Ultimate Rock, Paper, Scissors, the same rules of rock, paper, scissors apply. You know, rock beats scissors, scissors cuts paper, paper covers rock, makes no sense, but still that's how it works. And... In this one, you have a room full of people pair off and they buck up and then they shoot and whoever wins, the person who lost, must follow them to their next competition as their greatest fan, cheering their name, celebrating them till the rafters come off the roofs. And, and it's amazing to watch the first reaction when you explain to the audience, this is what you have to do. Wait, I have to cheer the person who just, just beat, beat me? me? Yeah. It's, this is like the shorthand to Mudita right there, which is yeah. saying... Look, the minute it happens, you must become their raving fan. And what happens is we end up with the whole room, half of them raving about one, half of them raving about other. And in the end, ultimately, everybody raves about one. Everyone's on the same side. And it's this, I love to do this little experiment because it shows people how much more fun it is to keep celebrating even after you lose rather than just go off into your corner and sulk because you lost. No, you get to follow, share, and contribute to the success of someone else. And uh, mudita, baby. I just, I thought it was interesting to get that word because I literally stopped and yelled into Siri to record that word because I wanted to be able to talk <laughs> to you about it. But I wanted to be able to talk to everybody about it because it's, it's a solid something that makes me happy. Well, it's funny too because I, I love the word schadenfreude and I love these these other, usually German, but other language terms that sum up something, yeah, yeah, right, so eloquently in just one word. But it's a gallows humor word. It's a word driven in like wanting somebody else to fail. Uh, like, it, yep. so it never occurred to me to think of the what. Okay, so what in German is the opposite? 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I, there must be, I would think. Although I don't know. The German people are a little quirky when it's, it comes to those concepts. <laughs> I also want to know, because there's this feeling I have, like when you're just feeling, you know you shouldn't feel gross, but you do. So, and there should be a German word for it. Yeah. <laughs> like when you take the garbage out, yeah. even though the garbage can is clean, like it's been outside, there's nothing that could possibly be on it. But as soon as you get back in, or as soon as I get back in, I have to wash my hands. Yeah, you're experiencing ichmosis. Yes. It's like icky it. and it has penetrated your, your being. Somehow, because <laughs> there's a, there's only one layer between me and the garbage. Yeah. Yeah, that can't be enough. I, I just love the concept that somebody is thinking about these things enough that they want to encapsulate it in a phrase. Oh, yeah. You know, so, okay, so like ennui. Are you familiar with the word ennui? Yep. For those who are listening, it's spelled E-N-N-U-I. That is correct. I only know it because it's a crossword word. And, and, you get it and, all the time. But because there are so many good letters in it. But it is this feeling of, of boredom and disinterest and just general discomfort. Malaise. Yeah, malaise. Good. Thank you. Which I'll have to probably define later too for myself. <laughs> but the bottom line is that is that's probably French. That one, ennui. Uh, um, yeah, it might be German too. But but it's good. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, everything's a little German. Everything's we're all a little German <laughs> here. But I I do I appreciate I appreciate words. Yeah. I've been I've been a loving word since I was a kid. Since my father used to say, "Go look it up." Did your father ever do that to you? I had multiple dictionaries because I loved looking up words. I had multiple dictionaries because my dad hated defining words for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'd say, Dad, what does this word mean? And he'd say, Go look it up. I'm like, Dad. Don't you already know what it means? He goes, yeah, I do. I said, well, then prove it to me. Tell me what it means. That didn't work. No. I'm like, Dad, you're just being lazy. Instead of me having to walk up the stairs, go into the library and pull out a dictionary, you could just open your mouth right here with me and tell me what this means. Who's being lazy Dad? He's like, go look it up. <laughs> he would I not remember, be moved. I uh, remember just kind of opening the dictionary to random pages and just like looking at words. And that's how I discovered the word libido. And I thought that was like the coolest Lepido. word <laughs> because, you know, normally at that probably 11, 12, 13, 14 years old, I'd probably be looking up boobs, butts, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and to find one that had kind of something to do with it. And now I know a word and I can use it. I libido. love it. You're looking up boobs and butts and you find your libido. Yeah. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. Here's your challenge. Get a dictionary out and pick a random page, and a random word to learn, if you can find a dictionary. Have a great day.